Hello, and welcome to the 27th edition of Random Pursuit on the Incomparable Network's game show, a game that discards the board and shuffles trivia cards from lots and lots and lots <laughs> of trivia games. <laughs> I'm your scorekeeper, Stephen Japansky, and now your host of this and every episode of Random Pursuit, Erica Ensign. Thank you, Stephen. As always, we have a lovely group of players, and I will introduce them in the order in which they will play. That order was, as always, determined by random.org. Random.org. <laughs> Thank you. I always know somebody's <laughs> going to sing it. I appreciate that we had two this time. It's nice. All right. Well, our first player did not sing it because they are brand new to Random Pursuit. I am so excited to have him here because... If not for Kyle Anderson, this show would not exist because I would not have met my scorekeeper and spouse. Welcome to the show, Kyle. And since it's your first time here, please give the listeners a little quick rundown of your other podcasts and, and what you do on the internets when you're not introducing people to become married and happy 10 years later. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, wow. everyone. And and just know that I, I live on that story. Like, you can tell it as many times as you want. I will always take credit for it. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, um, I'm the senior editor of Nerdist, which you may be heard of. I also talk way too much these days about Ultraman and Common Writer because that's my new thing. Um, <laughs> but I, I do not have podcasts about those yet. Yet. I will oh, not boy. close the door on it. Um, but I do have podcasts about Doctor Who, which uh, you should listen to. One of which is just about to celebrate 10 years of existence, uh, which is Doctor Who The Writer's Room, where I, uh, I and my uh, co-host Eric Stadnick take a look at uh, all of Doctor Who. And we took a little break in there in the middle uh, after the classic series to look at other shows, but about uh, specifically through writers and uh, stories and not not any other production thing. Um, <laughs> and uh, and that one comes out monthly. And very soon, I'm told, we will start uh, production on seri- series four of the memory cheats which will look at the uh chris chimley years which i will be the co-host of and the scorekeeper here will also be the co-host of so i'm excited excited question mark to (laughs) embark on that one me too kyle me too exactly that excited question mark (laughs) the memory cheats series four Uh, our second player is uh, welcome, Kyle. That was that was lovely. Our Thank second, you very much. Our second player is not at all new to Random Pursuit. In fact, he is so not new that he created an entire podcast that's not a ripoff, but a loving homage. It's called UK <laughs> Triv, and you can find it right here on the Incomparable Game Show feed. Anthony Johnston, you're not new here, but do you have any fun things you would like to uh, promote for our listeners? It is totally a ripoff, and I will, <laughs> I will cop to it without shame. Uh, what do I have to... Yeah, I'm a writer. Uh, as I think most people know, I created Atomic Blonde, uh, the movie that was based on my graphic novel. I write video games and books and uh, comics and all manner of stuff, and I do podcasts and what have you as well. Uh, you can find me at most... Well, you can find me at my, my website, which is anthonyjohnston.com, or most social media because my name is weirdly spelled uh i gr- i can grab the handle anthony johnston uh, and so that's where you'll find me on most social media and i know erica wants me to mention this uh-huh. next year i have a new book series coming this year out. right oh, so, well this year sorry yes because when we're recording so yep. we're recording before <laughs> the holidays so in in spring 2023 uh i have a new book series coming out called the dog sitter detective which is a cozy crime murder mystery series about a retired actress who takes up dog sitting to make ends meet and stumbles across murders and solves them as you do i'm so excited 
<laughs> Me too. <laughs> can I just uh, actually ask, Kyle, um, can I double check? Did you say that you're about to start a podcast about Carmen Ryder? Well, no. <laughs> I, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying that I might. Who knows? Okay. But that the, is the Japanese one of my... Tokusatsu series. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Big, big fan. That was my pandemic getting into is Japanese Tokusatsu. Oh, okay. And so Kamen Rider okay. and Ultraman are, uh, I watch many, many episodes every week. I've, I think now at this point, I watched as many, if not more episodes of those than I have Doctor Who, because there are that wow. many more <laughs> that exist. Well, wow. So. Kamen Rider is like the Japanese Doctor Who. That's how we kind of refer to it in this house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Goodness. Absolutely. Wow. It's, uh, and it's, it's just, just as, fun. as cheap as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It, it scratched that itch for me. Absolutely. It was just like, oh, this is fun 70s. You know, the early stuff anyway it was yeah. fun 70s che- uh, cheese. Well, if you do start a podcast, <laughs> you need to ping Anthony and tell him. I guess I do. Yeah. yeah. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> uh, our third player is a random pursuit newbie. Again, I am delighted to have him here because I am a recent fan of Conduit, an awesome positive productivity podcast over on the relay fm network welcome to random pursuit jay miller tell us about yourself oh hey that's me hi um i'm jay i'm a senior cloud advocate at microsoft which is a fancy way of saying i don't know what i do on a (laughs) day-to-day basis i i write code and stuff and occasionally i get to talk about it uh also, as Erica mentioned, I'm the co-host of Conduit with the um, super awesome and totally going down, uh, Kathy Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't put both of us on the same show without it becoming like a wrestling match. So, love it. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. Uh, Conduit's all about productivity and how we should seriously not take it so serious at times. And if you are there for accountability if you are there for uh, the occasional let's get serial about things or if you just want to hear kathy make up a new productivity technique by stumbling over a phrase um <laughs> conduit is totally the place to visit <laughs> for that excellent all right well i mean this is kind of a fun like podcast co-hosts episode because you know kyle is, is steven's co-host on the memory cheats uh steven and i are obviously co-hosts on this uh and our final player who is a random pursuit favorite because she helped invent the concept of ghost points is jay's co-host on conduit so happy to have you here kathy campbell please tell the listeners about your yourself and also please explain what ghost points are for the new folks <laughs> Absolutely. So I, as Jay says, I podcast with him every fortnight. And it's delightful because he is so smart. And he helps me work my brain a little bit better, which is wonderful. Um, And don't worry, Jay, you are probably going to win because I'm terrible at this game. And yet I still come back because I have so much fun. And part of that is because of ghost points. So ghost points are when you know the answer to someone else's question, which is the only way I tend to get points because the questions that I know are always someone else's. So I'm excited to see how many ghost points I get this year. Well, or episode. <laughs> and yeah, they don't they don't count toward your score in any way. That's why they're ghost points, but they matter to your heart, I guess. Yes, yes. <laughs> they definitely make you feel better, yeah. Yep. Yes. Now, Kathy, you also have another podcast over on Relay FM. <clears throat> I 
do. And it is called Roboism. And Erica sends so many wonderful and (laughs) terrible articles to us. (laughs) Uh, And uh, it's really fun because I get to talk to my buddy Alex Cox about robots and tech and isms, but mostly robots, although it does tend to always turn into some sort of uh, consumerism is bad uh, (laughs) conversations. But it does start out light and funny with discussions about robots, even though robots are trying to take over the streets of San Francisco and murder people, apparently. But Mm -hmm. that's fine. It's totally fine. Everything's fine. Surprisingly, Edmonton, Alberta is a hub of robot development. So like I literally only send stuff that like usually that is specifically related to Edmonton. And yet I'm still sending stuff pretty regularly. So yes, (laughs) weird and random. Well, random. That's a that's a good transition for me to get back to talking about Random Pursuit and how it works. It is a lot like the classic Trivial Pursuit board game, but instead of using the board, each player has their own six-sided die. Or a dice-rolling app like Dice by Peacock. And the players will roll their die to determine which question on the card they will answer. For each question they answer correctly, they'll get one point. If they answer correctly, they can roll again for another question, but they can only answer up to three questions on each turn, except for the final round when there is no question limit. If they roll the same number two times in a row on the same turn, they get to pick which edition the question comes from. I have supplied the players with a list, but it is way too freaking long to read on the podcast. Um, If they happen to roll the same number all three times on that same turn, they can pick both the edition and the category. But I suck at noticing when this happens, so please keep me on my toes. We will play for an amount of time determined by me. Uh, Then we'll do one last round with no question limit. And the player with the highest score at the end becomes the random champion with bragging rights that last until 2032. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Or the next Random Pursuit episode. Oh, Oh, I see. I see. Caveat. Caveat. All right. Everybody ready for this? No. Yes. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) But let's do it anyways. Yes. Let's let's do this. All right. Well, Kyle, you get to start us off. Please roll your six-sided die. All right. It is rolling. Got a six. All right. This is coming from the, oh boy, this is one of the long named uh, games. Let me just make sure I'm going to get it. This is the Star Wars Classic Trilogy Collector's Edition from 1998. And uh, category six is wildcard. So could be anything. Yep. All right. Question is, what Oh, boy, I don't know how to pronounce this. I'm going to do my best and then I'll spell it for you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. What character did Shalay Fraser portray? And that first name is S-H-E-L-A-G-H. And the last name? Uh, That's Sheila. 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 Oh, thank you. Didn't know. And last name Fraser, F-R-A-S-E-R. What character did Sheila Fraser portray? Oh, gosh. Um... It's a woman, so you've got a one in three chance Thank of getting you. this right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Is it is though? It... I mean, let's not jump to conclusions. <laughs> Could it be lady at computer on Hoth? That's there's only <laughs> there's not that many <laughs> uh, you know, actors. Um women actors. I believe um actually that this was um Oh, what's her face? Aunt Baru in uh, the A New Hope. The A New Hope. The A New Hope. You are <laughs> correct. Although I don't call it A New Hope. Not in this household. Thank you very much. It's Star Wars. 
I do wonder who actually did the voice because both the voice for uh, Owen and Baru uh, were overdubbed with oh. American accents. I know, but I don't oh. know who actually did the uh, oh. the voice. Maybe that's another question in here somewhere. I am not going to dig for that. That could yeah. be a spoiler. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Well, because you got that correct, you may roll again. All right. Spin, spin, spin. One. All right, this is coming from Junior Trivia 1. Congratulations. <laughs> or <laughs> or I'm sorry. Usually people pick this because it's very uh, aimed at 5 to 9-year-olds from Okay. Yeah, from from uh 1983. However, some of these questions are real real weird. So, <laughs> let's let's see what we got. Okay. All right. Ooh, this is fun. What book documents world records? <laughs> Let's see. Is it the Smittix book? No. Is it the uh, a third <laughs> a beer book? No, I believe that's the Guinness book of world records. It is. The card just says Guinness. So I'm like, okay, sure. But yes, yes, you got it right. Wow. We are off to a strong start, people. You get oh, to roll dear. again. All right. Well, luckily, I w- was big into Star Wars as a kid and also was a child. So those are two <laughs> things in my favor right away. All right. Three. All right. Okay. This is now, uh, I'm not sure how recently Antony and Kathy have been on, but uh, I get to go through my friend's trivia rant. Oh, here we go. Always enjoyable. We might just can this and use it for future episodes. So make make this take a good one. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yes. So my lovely friends for my birthday this year got me friends trivia about the TV show. And uh, normally when people roll their dice, I count down from the top of the card, one, two, three, four, five, six, et cetera, uh, discovered in Friends Trivia, for some reason, the top of the card is season 10. Who made this decision? Seasons one and two are at the bottom and it goes up. I hate it. I hate it with every fiber of my being. I hate it even more than the fact that I have to turn the card left to right to see the answers. That's how much I hate it. Anyway, so I made the executive decision that I count up from the bottom on the friends cards, which means that a three will get you seasons four and five as your category for friends trivia. All right. So who does Emily hang out with in London, much to Ross's chagrin? Oh, gosh. Um, The I don't remember. Uh, I don't I'm impressed. remember the answer. I'm impressed that you're saying I don't remember instead of I have no idea. Well, this was this was I definitely watched these seasons, but uh, and I remember Emily, but I do not remember the person she hung out with in London, much to Rasha's chagrin. Uh, do you want to make a guess or Dave? <laughs> it is not. Does anybody like? I don't expect many ghost no. points with the friends. Edition. Is it? Is it Rachel? Nope. My guess oh. was Gene Hunt from Life on Mars. Uh, also, no. <laughs> I just, like I said, it was a wild guess. but <laughs> That's wild, all right. Uh, no, it is somebody named Susan. We don't even have a last it's name. It's never oh. Susan. Come on. Uh, Susan. <laughs> for, for the record, Susan is his ex-wife. Ah, okay. Oh. I, I appreciate the context. Or yeah, his sense. ex-wife's wife. I can never oh, yeah. remember oh, right. which one is Susan. Mm. But definitely... Gotcha. Uh, I and I believe the whole context around it for a secondary ghost point um, <laughs> <laughs> is that I think he's afraid that uh, she will turn his new girlfriend, fiance, wife, 
also a lesbian because oh everyone knows oh, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Some of the show, and by that I mean a lot of the show, has really not aged well. <laughs> Correct. <Yeah>. Indeed. <laughs> All right. Well, Kyle, that was a, a really <laughs> impressively strong start. I feel like everybody else is scared now. So good job. Good job. Yep. Um, <laughs> Great. That's all I want is for people now. to fear me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anthony, you don't get to roll unless you happen to have an eight-sided die handy. No! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I am very sorry to start you sublime off. sublime to the ridiculous. With a checks trivia card, but you can blame Kyle for getting three questions. <laughs> <laughs> so I will roll this eight-sided die. I have rolled a five. So your question, this one is coming from Czech's Music Trivia. And uh, I will remind you that these came out in 1984. Okay. So it would be sometime from, from before that. Uh, number five on this card, Music Trivia. In what musical form is Frere Jaca sung? And I just have to say that there was a lot of French speaking happening before this game actually got started recording. So this is very weird that you're getting a Frere Jaca question. <laughs> yeah. So in what Frere musical Jaca. form is Frere Jaca sung? That's what a strange way to phrase it. Um, That's Czech's trivia, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, it's, hard to underst- it's hard to guess exactly what they mean by that, but I'm going to say nursery rhyme. I'm afraid that is not it. That's not what they're what they're going no. for. What are they going for? I don't know. They are going for Stephen around. Yes, it is usually sung. Oh, 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 because it's oh. right, right. Yeah. The, the okay. card says a cannon or round. I've never heard a round referred to as cannon, but sure. I know that cannons go in or rounds go in cannons, right? Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, I'm sorry, Anthony, but it is now Jay's turn. Man. Yay. Um, Okay, so I got to roll. Roll a six-sided die. My roll says six. All right. This is coming from the 20th anniversary edition. Uh, I will tell you that the 20th anniversary edition came out in 2002. Uh, category Ooh. six is, oh boy, what is this? Gay, it's GT. I always have to look it up. I think it's game time. Gin and tonic. It's, oh, I wish. Oh, that sounds good. I don't even <laughs> like gin, but right now I could totally go for a gin and tonic. Um <laughs> Let's see, 20th anniversary edition. There's a lot of editions, you guys. I'm looking. Here we go. Game time. It's game time. All right. Your category. Game time. Question is, what European was the first in a line of tennis stars to pose for Vogue in the 1990s? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, well, tennis. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's That's the one with the ball. And the, uh, <laughs> the ball, the one, that one sport, all yeah. the rest use something else. That yeah. I, think I mean, yeah, most it. of the good ones do. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, I love that they called it if, game if, time, but it's just sports and leisure by a different name. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I say all the queen's men or one of the queen's men, am I technically wrong? Um, maybe. I have no idea. <laughs> I do need a first and last name. I can tell you that. Oh, dear. Um, Andre Agassi. I'm afraid not. Um, okay. Al- <laughs> although I, maybe he did because I would have, I would have happily looked at that. Uh, no, it is Steffi Groff. Oh, oh yeah. Nice, oh yeah. Groff. Of course. Yeah. You know, my, my great grandmother would always tell me about the great Steffi Croft. Um, <laughs> I remember this one time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who, who, as we learned on last uh, 
uh, episode of Random Pursuit married Andre Agassi. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, did she? Oh, are you I serious? I, I learned it on wow. the last episode of yeah. Random Pursuit. <laughs> I didn't know wow. that. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, Kathy Campbell, it is your turn right. to roll. Bring it on. I've got a number two. All right, this is coming from the Lord of the Rings movie trilogy collector's edition, in which category two is evil Brown. characters. Okay. And, uh, you know, this is the game where I usually complain about how all of the categories are actually brown, even though they have colors associated with them in the rules. This is the one that I give a pass to because it's evil characters and there's a tiny bit of blue on whatever this picture is supposed to be (laughs) next to the category. So Lovely. Yeah. So can you tell me, here's your question, what two races, according to Gandalf, does Sauron cross by foul craft to breed a new army? What two races, according to Gandalf, does Sauron cross by foul craft to breed a new army? And yeah, I need them both. Mm. Okay. Orcs and... Oh, gosh. (laughs) I am going to... Don't worry, audience. I also am screaming at my podcatcher. Oh, my God. I know they're called Urukai, mm-hmm. but that does not help me uh, remember what else they cross with orcs. And I can't think of another race of bad guys, the ones that are digging them out in. Oh, God. Orcs and goblins. Wow. She lived it, everybody. Yeah. Did I? Yep. <laughs> yep. Orcs and goblin men. Yes. Oh, uh, my gosh. For, for, for you <laughs> I have fo- a point. <laughs> you do. For you new folks, uh, Liz Miles uh, is, is a, a sometime player on Random Pursuit, and she has this wacky ability to spend almost exactly two minutes talking her way through until she gets to the answer and gets it right and it's scary and kathy basically just did it the card says <laughs> orcs and goblin men but goblins is absolutely acceptable oh my gosh wow that was that was impressive <gasps> all right. right now that i have my one point for the game <laughs> i have rolled a three Okay, this is coming from the 1980s edition. Not the fun one, the really awful one. Uh, oh. s- sorry, sorry. That's uh, fine. Category, That's fine. Category two is entertainment. What Don Henley hit warns, well, the government bugged the men's room in the local disco lounge. That's in quotes. I'll read it again if you want. Um, I don't think reading it again would make any sort of difference. Okay. Um, because I have no idea, so I'm going to say Frere Jaca. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Does anybody else know this one? Is, Is it Heart of the Matter? Nope. Life in the Fast Lane? Nope. Okay, I have no idea then. That's, that's the only Don Henley song I know. I, I was going to say, it's like name a Don Henley song, really, isn't it? Yeah, I, it's, it's, a, it's one that I had forgotten the existence of until I flipped the card over. All she wants to do is dance. I like that song. Ah. Yeah. I'm not sure I've ever all heard it. All she wants to do is, all she yeah. wants to do is dance. See? Okay. It's a good song. 
Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that brings us to the end of our first round. Yeah. Steven. So thank you, Kathy, for singing just under the required time before this uh, podcast is blocked. <laughs> Avoiding the ASCAP rules. Thank you very much. Uh, Kyle, oh, you're welcome. Uh, Kyle starts off his tenure on uh, Random Pursuit with an insurmountable uh, <laughs> two points. Uh, Kathy has one. Anthony and Jay still have plenty of time to fall further behind. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Random Pursuit. This is basically how it goes. We're going to start back over at the top of the list. Kyle, roll your six-sided die. Rolling. Got a three. All right. Once again, this is coming from the Star Wars Classic Trilogy Collector's Edition. Great. (laughs) Category three is history. That's obviously Star Wars history, not our actual history history. (laughs) Just making that clear. Are you saying? Wait, isn't it? Since since it's a long time ago. Wait. Yeah. Okay, you're right. 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 Real history. You just think of that era, that particular era that's a long time ago (laughs) in the galaxy far, far away. Um, All right. Who was the only character to fire a blaster directly at Darth Vader? Oh, that's Han Solo. It is Han Solo. You get to roll again. But did he shoot first? (laughs) At Darth Vader and Credo. In that case, very much so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, six, please. All right. This is coming from the TV edition, uh, which sounds fun, but it's awful. I apologize right. in advance. Uh, it came out in 1991, and uh, there's only gloss on one side of the card. Just bad. Uh, the category, though, is wild card. So what two Paramount Mafia movies did NBC pay $15 million to televise in 1975? Uh, the Godfather and... The Godfather Part Two. You got it right. It's a terrible edition, but Kyle surpasses sur- wow. that. Man. Yep. Uh, nice work. <laughs> Ghost points forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You get to roll again. Roll again. Two. All right. This is, oh, I guess I did shuffle poorly because this is also coming from the awful TV <laughs> edition. <Great. laughs> In which category two is sitcoms. What two beer bottle cappers on Happy Days got their own sitcom? What does that mean? Oh, I know what that means. Oh, it's uh, Laverne and Shirley. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Well, Gosh. usually it's a terrible edition, but Kyle, you are you are better than it is. Good job. What, what does beer bottle cappers mean? Uh, they worked Kyle. at a beer bottle plant. Yeah. Or they worked yeah. at a beer bottle plant and they put caps oh. on bottles. Uh, That's okay. at the beginning okay. of the show. Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. Exactly. It's kind of like how when people used to immigrate to America, they would give them their last name based on their job, you know. You know, mm-hmm. Fran, Fran beer bottle capper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, set in uh, my old stomping grounds, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Except they'd undoubtedly spell it completely wrong and it would come out as just like Baker or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. yeah. It comes out as Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Kyle, that was that was a sweep. So you're you're done for now. Sit back. Wow. Right, bye, rest, everyone. Rest on those laurels, and uh, and we will turn That's to all Anthony. I rest on. I sleep on a bed of laurels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh dear. Okay. Well, whatever it is, I'm probably going to get it wrong because I just rolled a six. <laughs> well, uh, it's coming from Trivial Pursuit Genus Five, so six is wild card. Um, who opened a boutique called Bazaar on King's Road in London in 1955, years ahead of her mod revolution? Oh, goodness. Is that Vivian Westwood? I'm afraid it's not. No. Mary Quant? Yes. I don't, I don't oh, know either of those it. names, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Vivian Westwood was, would have been too young in the 50s, damn it. Ah, uh, all right. Well, at least I gave you a London question. You're I know. That to was London really geographically. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. Sorry, Anthony. 
not not your day. It's yet. not my game today. Yeah. There's there's time. Anthony yet. shot down by UK trivia question. Oh, the poetic justice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay, you may roll your six sided die. I rolled a five. All right, this is coming from Junior Trivia Two. Junior yes. Trivia Two, like Junior Trivia One, did come out in 1983, but this is aimed at 10 to 13 year olds so think a little smarter than what you would for junior trivia <laughs> only one. a little bit <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this question um okay jay where is atlantis <laughs> <laughs> and remember remember to think like a child when you're answering this question is all i have to say where is it Ad- i'm sorry did you say atlanta nope i said atlantis <laughs> like atlantis florida Nope. <laughs> okay. Um, if I say under the sea, does that count? <laughs> it does. I will. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Point for Jay. It says beneath the sea on the card, but we, under oh, the sea is way more fun. We will need specific coordinates, actually, to get the full um, point. The place where it's better everywhere it's wetter, I think. Oh, that, which that's specific is also enough for a me. weird Little Mermaid line, but okay. Yep. Yeah. See, this is why sometimes junior trivia is a little bit uh, dicey for, for people because there's the questions are very strange. Uh, but you get to roll again. Okay. Uh, a one. All right. This is coming from the 1980s edition. There, are, I have two 80s editions. There's a fun one and there's the not fun one. This is the not fun one. Uh, oh. Sorry about that. Uh, category one is personalities. So... What former vice president did Lyndon LaRouche call an agent of Soviet influence? And agent of Soviet influence is in quotation marks. And this was in the 80s, so definitely not Al Gore. Um, (laughs) And I'm not sure if Dick Cheney went hunting around that time. Uh, uh, No. Um... What hmm. former vice president did Lyndon LaRouche call an agent of Soviet influence? Hmm. Let's go with I Nixon. I have no idea. It was not Nixon. It was yeah. Walter Mondale. Oh, yeah, of course. Walter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, ha- mm-hmm. Which is a name course, I recognize, but I never would have been able to bring that to mind. This is why I host a trivia game show. <laughs> All right. Well, Kathy, that actually brings us to your turn. But unless you have an eight-sided die right there. Oh, no. I'm afraid it's my turn to roll. Okay. Uh, I rolled a seven. And this is coming from TV Trivia, Checks Trivia from 1984. So question seven on TV Trivia is, give the weight of Ben on Gentle Ben to the nearest 100 pounds. What? <laughs> what? What? Yes. Give oh, the weight my... of Ben on Gentle Ben to the nearest 100 pounds. I definitely... Are you, are you familiar with the show Gentle Ben? No, I have no idea. Okay. But I'm going to guess it's like a cow or a horse <laughs> or an elephant. Or an uncle. <sighs> or an uncle. Oh, my gosh. Um. 500? Oh. What? 
Let's see. The actual answer is 600. Is that within 100 pounds? That is literally within 100 pounds. Okay, then you got it. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Can someone tell me what Ben is or who Ben is? A gentle bear. He's a black bear. A bear. Mm -hmm. A gentle bear. Mm -hmm. I remember. Okay. Vaguely, vaguely, (laughs) vaguely remember that. And Um, Tom Howard was his friend when he was a little boy, and he would go, Ben. God, nice work, Kyle. Uh, but yeah, wow. you, uh, okay, Kathy. I'm going to actually have you do two things. First, I okay. want you to roll a die, and this is not for your next turn. This is just because there's no way you can match a seven, and I don't feel like that's fair. So please okay. roll to see what okay. you would have uh, already gotten. A one. Okay, so now roll for. Oh, actually, hang on. <laughs> oh, it's no. another checks trivia card. No. So I'm going to roll, but if I roll a seven, we're gonna we're gonna let you choose your addition. Okay. I didn't. I rolled a one. So that one was meant to be. uh, I mean, I rolled a one last time and you rolled a win this Mm. time. Does that? No. no. Steven? No. (laughs) Okay. He thought about it. I could tell by the look on his face. He thought about it. I mean, you got the last one right. So that's pretty impressive. Let's see if that happens again. Um, Let's see. This is coming from Czech's music trivia. And the first question on the card is name George M. Cohen's hit spelling song spelling is in quotation marks but it's not capitalized name george m cohen's hit spelling song uh i'm gonna guess i don't know what the name of it is but is it love like l is for the Mm -hmm. way you look i'm afraid It's not. I wish it was. Yeah, I uh, it, have no idea. It's something I've never heard of. Stephen had a guess. No, you were you you were just pretend singing over there. Kind of. I, my guess is ABC by the Jackson Five. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wish it was that too. No, it's something called H A double R I G A N Harrigan. Oh yeah. What? I think that's a jingle for Harrigans in like Des Moines, Iowa, isn't it? That's. Uh, I feel like you're making that up. I am. Do you yes. want to know something? And this is legitimately true. I was in a George M. Cohan musical when I was in high school, and I sang what? this song. <laughs> what? There we are. Okay, Kyle, way wow. to show off getting real answers and ghost points. <laughs> that's really I, well, it was just, it's too, it's too, like, coincidental not to bring up. But. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That, that is that's true. true. <laughs> Wild. H-A-R-R-I-G-A-N spells Harrigan. Wow. Doesn't even sound remotely familiar, so... It's I'm not. Up. It's a terrible, stupid song. But he, he wrote songs in like the twenties or something. Oh, that's Back before they had entertainment. For you. Mm-hmm. Well, All right, Stephen. Well, everything's familiar to Kyle because he's uh, getting the songs right. He's getting the uh, the references right. He's getting all the questions right because everything is coming up, Kyle. He's got five points right now. Uh, Kathy is uh, chipping away at that lead though with two. Jay got his first answer on the board, and Anthony still waiting to score. <laughs> all right, Kyle. It's your turn to try to get some more points. Roll okay. a die. Uh, five, please. All right. This is coming from the 90s time capsule edition. It's kind of fun. It comes in a metal tin. And each card tells the exact year that the questions are coming from. So your question is coming from the year 1996. And okay. the category, uh, category five, is hilarious. And I really, really like this category name. The category is important. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So this okay. answer this question about something important. <clears throat> so it's going to be a Spice Girls question. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> All right. Who lost his, quote, 
most eligible bachelor, end quote, status when he married Carolyn Bissett in 1996. This is important. Don't forget, it's important. Who lost his most eligible bachelor status when he married Carolyn Bissett in 1996? Oh I believe that was John F. Kennedy Jr., was it not? It was. Congratulations. You get to roll again. I'm so glad you knew that very important information. Right? Very important. Crucial. I didn't even know who Carolyn Bissett was. I know Jacqueline Bissett is, but not. Mm -hmm. I heard heard Carol Basket. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm rolling a one, please. All right. This is coming from the Star Trek 50 anniversary edition. That's right. It's not 50th. It's 50 anniversary (laughs) edition. Um, These cards each tell which movie or show the question is coming from. So this is coming from Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Great. Um, Let's see. Category one in this game is crew members. Crew members. So who was Khan's only follower who protested his hunting Kirk? Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know. Uh, blonde guy. <laughs> yeah, blonde guy with the hairband, yeah. Yeah, right. I forget his name. I'm I actually, f- I don't know if I ever knew it, but yeah, that guy. Uh, I have no idea if that is correct, but I can tell you the name, which was Joachim. Um, and it also says who ended up dying in the quest. Thanks for that extra information. Um, Star Trek. 50 anniversary from hell's heart well, the, they all yeah. ended up dying didn't they yeah i mean I, you know <laughs> spoiler for a very old film but <laughs> <laughs> i'm just reading the card anthony <laughs> all right well that brings us uh, that brings us to you anthony so you may roll all right i've rolled a three all right this is coming from trivia pursuit genus five category three Again. history i like i feel like i shuffle these pretty well but it just randomly ends up that the same people get the same additions <laughs> <sighs> what charity rock concert netted 120 million dollars this is in history uh from genius five which is in 2000 yeah mm-hmm. uh yeah 2000 so bef- sometime charity before 2000 and netted how much sorry 120 million dollars I'm going to say Live Aid. You are correct. You get to roll again. Yay! I, c- I couldn't think of any other charity concert that would net <laughs> more than, you know, a, a, a couple of million. Sure, I could see that. but I yeah. mean, Farm yeah. Aid was great. <laughs> Probably didn't make quite as much. No. no. Uh, I have rolled a two. A two. All right. This is coming from Trivial Pursuit Volume 6. That's right. It's volume, not genus, because I guess they stopped... <laughs> <laughs> they decided that was too hard to say or something. I don't know. People Cat- kept thinking it said genius. Yeah, that's that. That is actually legitimately true. Yeah. <laughs> C- category two is arts and entertainment. What type of music did Wilson Boozu Chavis pioneer? And it is multiple choice: Cajun, Tex-Mex, or Zydeco. What type of music did Wilson Boozu? That's in quotes. It's B O O Z O O. Sorry, B O O Z O O. Thank you, <laughs> Chavis. C H A V I S. Wilson Boozu Chavis. What did they pioneer? Cajun, Tex Mex, or Zydeco? I mean, I didn't even know Tex Mex was a kind of music. I, it's food, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely food. It might also be music, but now I'm hungry. Uh, it's what they uh, play at Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just because it's the least known of them. I'm going to say Zydeco. You are correct. You get to roll again. Nice. Play the cards, not the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll a five. 
All right. This is coming from Trivia Pursuit Genus 2. And I will remind you that this is the only sold in Canada edition. So not every question is Canadian, but there's more Canadian questions than in the U.S. version. And guess what? It's a Canadian-ish question. (laughs) Uh, Category 5, Science and Nature. What's a loon's favorite food? Uh, What's a loon's favorite food? And you know what? I swear this question came up in another, uh, another, I don't know if it was on a random pursuit or somewhere. It was not on this card. It was a different card. Trivial Pursuit recycles their questions again and again. Or maybe some questions are just worth asking twice yeah i suppose what's mm-hmm. what's a loon's favorite food is that's but it sounds uh, that's, like a joke an it should age be old debate really it's important is what it is <laughs> <laughs> it's not as important as the spy skills um i am so i know that a loon is a bird i'm pretty sure and i think and i know this through a very i'll explain how i know this if i if i get it right i'm gonna say fish you are absolutely right. How did you know that, Anthony? So I know that because I don't know if anybody else has even heard of these. There is a series of albums called the Solitudes series uh, by a fellow called Dan Gibson, who was a sound recordist, a wildlife sound recordist, and he would combine on location wildlife sound recordings with sort of ambient new age style music. Wow. It's very cheesy. But I really like them, and they're great writing music. So I have almost the entire collection, and one of them, I cannot remember which one, has very specifically a track about a recording of loons on the shores of a lake. And so I'm thinking, well, if they're birds and they live on the shores of a lake, they probably eat fish. Wow. That is impressive logic. Yeah, the B-side, uh, which is all recordings of loons eating fish, did not sell as well for Dan Gibson. So. <laughs> all right. Well, that was a sweep. So uh, I hope you wow. have some laurels uh, nearby. If not, you can borrow some from Kyle. And, uh, I think take- that may be my only random pursuit sweep ever. <laughs> Stephen can look back in the archives and find out for you for the end of this round. Uh, but for now, we are going to move on to Jay, who gets to roll a die. I rolled a, it's still bouncing one. All right. Uh, Oh, this is, I'm super excited because this is my newest edition of Trivial Pursuit that is included in Random Pursuit. It's called the Trivial Pursuit Decades edition. Trivial Pursuit Decades 2010 to 2020. So this will, this will be more recent than some of the questions that we have, uh, we've been asking. I I doubt that will help me (laughs) in any way. I do have to complain a little bit about these cards because it's one of the ones where it's just pictures of the little wedge pieces with colors Mm. and no letters to remind me what the categories actually are. So I have to turn my head and look at the sheet and it says playlist. So your category is playlist. Whatever that means. Let's find out. What 2017 Ed Sheeran song became Spotify's most streamed song of its decade? Did not help at all. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Ed Sheeran, he did that one song um, and then that other song. Isn't he like, doesn't he have like the longest time? Yeah, longest time on Billboard Top 100 with The Shape of You. He does indeed. Oh, <laughs> I mean, done. I don't know if that's nice. actually a record, but that's the song that we were yeah. we were looking for. So you get to roll again. Oh, actually, you don't get to roll again unless oh, no. you happen to have no. an eight-sided die on hand. Uh, I do, and I rolled a one. All right. 
Well, this is coming from Chuck's Pocket Trivia, the 50s and 60s edition. So yes, I don't know My how favorite. up you are on um, <clears throat> 50s and 60s trivia. But question number one is fill in the blank for the 1961 song title. Goodbye, cruel blank. Fill in the blank um, for the 1961 song title. <laughs> Goodbye, cruel blank. That can't be it. <laughs> the, the, uh, there's no way it's goodbye, cruel world. Yes, there is. That's the that's the correct answer. You get it right. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's so not, dark. Not familiar I mean, with that song, but uh, I, I mean, I guess it would be dark if everything was in black and white. Still, so uh, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was uh, later a reworked and covered by Bananarama as "Cruel Summer," for what it's worth. But um, you are making that up. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, also, I just realized that you actually that is a good rolled. Song, though. You actually rolled two ones in a row, and I totally didn't catch it. And then you managed to get a checks pocket trivia question right. So please, please, Jay, you get to choose the edition that your question comes from for this question. Hmm. I, hmm. This is this is going to be hard, but I think I'm going to go with the uh, junior trivia uh, one. <laughs> junior trivia one. All right. I feel like we should just have a pile of Junior Trivia 1 qu- uh, cards for when <laughs> I mean, people are I, I feel chosen. like 1983, though. That's, that's That I mean, does make it a little bit tricky. That's, I what, mean, that's yeah. back when yeah. kids were being taught duck and cover from nuclear missile attacks. So. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that my, my stack of cards uh, that are just like the, you know, for when people get to choose, it has, I put way more Junior Trivia 1 cards in there than from any other edition, and now we're getting low again. So maybe you're right. I should just have a stack of those. Uh, your question, though, question number one on junior trivia one from 1984 what color are mickey mouse's shoes oh wow. no <laughs> i i am i'm an avid kid this is this yeah, is sometimes uh, junior here's trivia the one problem with this <laughs> it gives it it takes away. i'm not a disney fan um, <laughs> um i'm Wow. Yeah. No, I, I, I wow. think Anaheim... What a way I to think, find out. <laughs> no, I... I, I mm. Yeah, in the, in the 11 years that I've lived in California, I've been to Disney absolutely zero times. And I'm going to say Mickey Mouse's... Let's see, his ears are black, his pants are red, his skin is black, so I'm going to go his shoes are matching his gloves, which would be white. No. Is it white or yellow? Is it white or yellow? Is it yellow? It is yellow. Okay. Wow. (laughs) I'm so impressed. I had no idea. I mean, I'm not particularly a Disney fan either, but I've I've looked at Mickey Mouse plenty in my life, and I had no idea. So I am. Unless you've only seen Steamboat Willie, in which case that is not correct. I mean, I was going to pull it uh, if I couldn't figure it out. Um, And for the record, yes, uh, Disneyland is an overexpensive look at the uh, five freeway in most cases and in other cases. An absolute waste of people who, uh, if, unless you're an Imagineer, and then I am very, very impressed with the work that you do. Um, <laughs> other than that, total waste of time. Wow. Noted. Wow. If you need a new co-host, wow. uh, yeah, <laughs> do it, it I mean, call like me out because I don't care. Erica. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, so congratulations on another sweep. This is like a, a sweepful episode, and I'm really impressed. Kathy. Don't worry. Can- I'll stop it. Oh, and that practice. Kathy, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rolled a three. All right. This is coming from Trivial Pursuit Volume 6. Category three is history. What did Jackie Kennedy mockingly refer to as JFK's favorite tune? Uh, a lot of Kennedy content today. Wow. What did Title. Jackie Kennedy uh, mockingly refer to as JFK's favorite tune? I'm okay. This is the only thing I can think of. And I'm going to say happy birthday because Marilyn Monroe sang it to him. That was my guess as well. It is not the correct answer, but I feel like is you it should hail get to the like chief? A, 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 it is hail to the chief. Good job, oh, Anthony. Gosh. Yep. Uh, but I feel like you should give oh, yourself my. a ghost point for for guessing I, the same thing as the host. I will absolutely give. I, I'm very low on ghost points this round because mm. I've actually gotten some regular points. So I feel like that's kind of why it's balanced out. But it's fine. Mm. That'll that'll do it. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, a couple of points of follow up uh, as we mm-hmm. before I read the scores after this. Um, Anthony is uh, has broken his drought of um, sweeps in a round in random pursuit of zero because the last time he appeared on this show, he got another sweep. So, Anthony, your memory is failing you. Um, oh, OK, and, well, that's, uh, not, that's not news at all. If uh, <laughs> if Kyle failed to mention the name of uh, of the uh, cons henchman, it's possibly because the actor who played him, Judson Scott, uh, hmm. believed that uh, his role was going to be bigger uh, than it actually was and tried to lobby uh, Paramount to give it top billing. Paramount refused. His role went uncredited in the <gasps> credits. So oh, you wow. never saw his name oh, wow. to begin with. So He tried to get top billing. Higher billing, like in the opening credits. Oh, sort of okay. Thing. Yeah. I was going to say, like... <laughs> Wow, what, above wow. Shatner and Montalban. That's amazing. <laughs> can you imagine the brass neck that would take? Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine as he's dying, he wants to go, Come on, that was my line. <laughs> I, I think I only know Judson Scott's name because of that incomparable episode where we basically improved a review of a movie that yes. didn't exist mm-hmm. that starred oh Judson oh Scott. Uh, but it was for April Fool's Day and a number of people were fooled by it and went looking for the movie and complained because they couldn't find that it existed. It so good. But yeah, so Star Raiders. Star Raiders. Yeah, look look that up. Great, great movie based on a video game that never existed. No. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, scores, please. Uh, by Martin Scorsese. Um, uh, Kyle, despite uh, failing to know uh, the intimate details of every single cast name in The Wrath of Constance, Still leads this uh, game with six, uh, but Jay with a sweep with four, Anthony with a sweep has three, and uh, Kathy has two. Wow. It's still oh. it's still anybody's game. So we are going to loop back to Kyle. All right. I am rolling, and I have a six, which only means the worst question on whatever card you're choosing. <laughs> That's not always the case, because they switched over to wild card, which, like, for this for six on many of the games, which could be anything. Um, once again, I don't know why this keeps happening, but you are getting a Star Wars question again for okay. your oh first gosh. question of the round. Uh, oh. It's just, just, it's random. I swear to God, it's random. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it is wild card is the, is the category, category six. What actor played Wedge Antilles? Oh, uh, Dennis Lawson. Dennis Lawson, you get to roll again. I had no idea. Uncle of Ewan McGregor. Uncle yeah. of Ewan McGregor. Whoa. I said it first. 
<laughs> Not in editing you did, Kyle. Wow. God damn it. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> um, I rolled a four, please, Erica. He's mad with power. <laughs> All right. This is, oh, this is fun. I like the, uh, the 2000s edition of Trivial Pursuit. It's fun. Uh, at first it was annoying, but I actually quite like it now. Instead of having different categories all on one card, there are six different colors of card. For, so the denoting category by color. So let's see. This is the 2000s, and this is a purple card. So that means the category is the arts. And okay. then each card has a subcategory on it. So your subcategory is comedians. So the arts and comedians, those are your categories. The fourth question on the card is, what is the first name of the comic who labeled his former stand-up life Groundhog Day and now hosts Tosh.0 on Comedy Central? Uh, uh, Daniel. That's it. Yes. Um, the Trivial Pursuit 2000s cards also sometimes give you a little extra information on the back of the card. It says his program premiered in 2009. Thanks. That's so wow. there you go. Daniel. <laughs> yep. I had no idea what was going on in that question in any way, shape or form. So I'm very impressed that you got it right. You get to roll again. I'm rolling. I got a one. All right. This is coming from the Family Edition. The Family Edition came out in 1992. It has two boxes, one for children, one for adults. This is a turquoise card, which means it's questions for adults. And the category is people and places. What ex-president reflected, quote, if there had been a good rap group around in those days, I might have chosen a career in music. Uh, uh-huh. what year was this? Well, the family edition came out in 1992, so it would have been an ex-president yeah. in or earlier than 1992. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, jeepers creepers. Um, <laughs> yep, you said it. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Carter? No, it's even weirder than that. It's Richard Nixon. What? What? <laughs> well, he was close. He did say, sock it to me. <laughs> I mean, he also did say, hey, is, is, is the tape running? <laughs> That's true. He, did he was say, really good at recording. That guy. He was a recording star. An early recording star. Yes, very good. Uh, yeah, one of, the, one of the less shocking revelations of his conversations with David Frost, but that was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, all right. Well, that brings us to Antony. You may roll your die. I am not a turntablist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> but I loved it. I, I, I got you. My, my name is Dick Nixon, and I'm here to say I'm not a crook in a major way. Hey. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, I rolled a two okay this is coming from the Trivial Pursuit 20th anniversary and category two it's the one that says on the card SS and I always have to look and see what the heck does that stand for because <laughs> I know it's not Stephen Shapansky it's uh that's not where my mind went uh, yeah <laughs> mine either really but uh, sound and screen is what it stands for sound and okay. screen what Batman villain is Harley Quinn likeliest to call Puddin. Oh, the Joker. Yep. 
I was like, I'll just put this card down now. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> you don't get to roll. No. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know why this keeps happening. But yeah, uh, it's Chuck's trivia time for you. Unless I roll a two. I rolled a two. Guess what? You get to choose your edition. Oh, my goodness. Awesome. Right. Uh... <laughs> Do you know what? I mean, instead of defaulting to the children's, I will say I'll go for the um, Star Wars classic trilogy. Why not? All right. Wow. That that card is in an entirely different section of this deck. So give me a second. Kyle got them already, Anthony. You can't choose that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, you watch all all the ones that Kyle got. And now I'm going to get like, name the fifth stormtrooper on the left in this deleted (laughs) scene. (laughs) All right. Category two is weapons and vehicles. So what device did Darth Vader's flagship try to use against the Falcon during the escape from Cloud City? What device did Darth Vader's flagship try to use against the Falcon during the escape from Cloud City? Device? Oh, wow. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a little bit of a weird word, but I guess. It is a bit, yeah. Uh... I'm going to say tractor beam. You are correct. It is a tractor beam. Yeah, that's nice. why. Like, I couldn't the think device, what else there would be. It, that, it's a very strange that way that to put just it. Just call but, a weapon. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's not really a weapon. So yeah, yeah. it's a it's a tool, man. It's a tool. Uh, <laughs> so you do get to roll again, but you're still getting that right. check. Actually, I get to roll again because it is it's that check trivia card again. It's still there on the top <laughs> of the deck. It doesn't go away. <laughs> oh, I, oh no! I thought. <laughs> Sorry, but if <laughs> no, I roll it, but if I roll a two, you get to choose your edition and your category. But I didn't. I'm sorry. Uh, oh no! All so right. instead, you're getting some checks pocket trivia, fifties and sixties edition. What was the first television show ABC broadcast in color? That's ABC oh, in my. America. Not, yeah, not in uh, Australia. Australia or various parts or, of uh, the UK before. Or anyway, anything there's, tied no, up. there's no ABC in the UK. Wasn't there at one point? Did you speak no, there was an not AT- a television? There was an ATV. Okay, there we mm. go. But not an ABC. Um, oh, goodness. First <laughs> in color. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, this is a real swing. Um, I'm going to say I, I love Lucy. It is. It is not. It's actually the Jetsons. Oh, what? okay. Yeah. Wow. I, wow. I'm a little bit shocked, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, still, that was, that was a great turn. Like two points in a turn is, that's a lot for, for yeah, yeah. pursuit. Not bad. So Jay, that brings us to you. Please, please roll your die. Okay. Well, while it's rolling, I still can't get out of my head the whole Richard Nixon thing because <laughs> Richard Nixon listening to Wu Tang Clan is just like, oh, I'm here for it. I I've been trying one. to do a Sugar Hill Gang thing in the back of my mind, but yeah, it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, your question is coming from the TV edition. It came out in 1991, and category one in the TV edition is classics. So. What show's announcer asserted that the program was created, quote, to help stem the rising tide of divorces? Wow. What show's <laughs> announcer asserted that the program was what? created to help stem the rising tide of divorces? This was a show from either 1991 or earlier than 1991. 1991. With an announcer. And you're looking for the show? Yep. The name of the show. 
<laughs> it was created to help stem the rising tide of divorces. Oh. I guess with an announcer, we would say, um, oh, what's that game show? Um, is it? I don't want to, I don't want to take up too much time. So I'm just going to say the dating game because I can't remember the name of the one that I actually want to say. It, it wasn't even a game show. So. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> well, it's not 60 minutes, is it? Were you thinking of Mr. <laughs> and Mrs.? <laughs> I don't even know what Mr. and Mrs. is. Is that British? Was that? I thought we imported that from America. I was Maybe, thinking of uh, the one where the they the newlywed they, game. Yes, that one. Mm. Oh, I think I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think. Uh, that, okay. Except that in Mister and Mrs. they weren't necessarily didn't have to be newlyweds, but it's the same thing. Asking gotcha. question, answering questions about your mm-hmm. spouse. Yeah, it wasn't countdown, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no game show at all. Although I think that was a that's a good guess. No, it was a very good guess. divorce court, which I forgot was even a oh, show until just oh, yeah. now. <laughs> Yep. Oh yeah. Golly oh, gee. Wow. All right. Wow. Kathy, uh roll a die. Let's 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 hope for a more cheerful question for this next Yeah, one. let's. Um I rolled a six. All right. This is coming from the nineteen nineties time capsule edition. Uh this is coming from nineteen ninety four specifically. And category six, another great category name, hanging. That's with an apostrophe, not okay. an ing. Hanging. Oh, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you for clarifying that. That makes all the difference. <laughs> it's very mm-hmm. important. All right. What group's best selling souvenir from its zoo TV rock tour was the Octung Baby condom? What group's best selling souvenir from its zoo TV rock tour was oh the Octung Baby condom? Wow. This is the time when I wish I knew pretty much anything about music mm-hmm. in the 90s. 94 specifically. Mm-hmm. Okay, 94. Definitely that makes a difference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to literally think of a band name, a, a band name that mm-hmm. might be considered rock. And Anthony's gonna disown me as a friend. It's fine. <laughs> He'll still it's love fine. you. It's yeah, it's thank fine. goodness. Uh, take your guess. You can do it. All all I can think of is Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm afraid it's not Red Hot Chili Peppers. Who wants the ghost point? It's you too. Anthony got baby. it. Yeah. Yep. You too. Uh, Although Red Hot Chili Peppers is a good guess just because of the condoms. So, yes. Yeah. You know. Definitely. Yeah, yep. No, those would have been socks. <laughs> right, but, well, right. but i'm just saying that's why it's a good guess yeah yes. but yep. uh, no it was, yeah. it was you two yeah. mm-hmm. all right well uh sadly kathy bombed on the u2 question there wah, um, wah, wah, uh, wah, wah. i'm guessing that's a joke <laughs> it is about a joke. something they, yes. having to do with u2 okay <laughs> Yeah, but the, well, no, more about uh, that's a spoiler for the Trivial uh, Pursuit World War II edition, which we don't have yet. Um, okay. uh, the scores right now, <laughs> Kathy is uh, still with two, Jay with four, Anti with five, Kyle still atop with eight. Wooey. Still. Do you know, cold. now that you've said it, I'm kind of amazed there isn't a World War II Trivial Pursuit edition. If there is, I do not want it. Let me put that on the record right yeah, now, stated no. very firmly. If it, if it one ends up in our house, 
it's gonna get lost. Oh no! Oh, no. I'm, I'm sure it'll probably just be uh, uh, one of the categories in Trivial Pursuits for dads. <laughs> yes, that's all, right. all World War Two. There'll be jokes. There'll yep. be World War Two, and they oh, four categories: beer, probably mm-hmm. yeah, golf. Uh, right. This uh, brings us back around to Kyle, who gets to roll. Hello. Uh, six, please. Oh. All right. This is coming from the Trivial Pursuit Classic Edition, which you might think means the Genus Edition from 1981, but oh no, that is not the case. It is from 2016 when Trivial Pursuit decided to put out an edition that looks a lot like the Genus Edition, but totally, totally is not. Uh, category six. Sports and leisure. So it, at least it, they did get the categories right. Okay. This oh, is another one. Happens. This is another one with no letters on the front to tell me. So like, what is it? <laughs> All right. Which of the six clue game suspects was, quote, killed off in 2016 to make room for Dr. Orchid, a biologist who knows a lot about poison? This is the first I'm hearing about this and I'm really what? upset. What? Yeah, I haven't even that's... looked at the answer yet, so I don't know. I'm just upset on behalf of whichever character got killed off because right. how dare. <sighs> okay, sorry, Kyle, let me read that for you again after my little okay. outburst. Which of the six clue game suspects was, quote, killed off in 2016 to make room for Dr. Orchid, a biologist who knows a lot about poison? Now, I'm going to assume that they do not want two smarty pants characters in the same game. So I think they, in order to make room for Dr. Orchid, they are killing off Professor Plum. That is a very logical yet incorrect guess. Is it Mr. Green? It's it was Reverend not Green, her, wasn't it? It's no? Re- I'm real mad. I'm so mad. Oh. It's not. It's, nope. Keep guessing, guys. Kurt. It's Miss Scarlet? Miss Peacock? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It's well, Mrs. Left? White. Flames oh. on the side of my oh, face. Oh, my gosh. I am so, wait, so mad. You're going to, uh, like, have <sighs> more male... I mean, I suspect the reason that they did it is because she was a little bit of a forward lady, if you know what I mean, in the movie. So Mm. they uh, just maybe uh, decided to erase her. um, (laughs) Well, it took a long time to debate that if that was 2016. Right. Right? (laughs) And Miss Scarlet in the movie literally runs a brothel. Uh So, I mean. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Actually, you make a great point. So I don't know. I'm just I am I'm irate. I'm really mad. I I, Yeah. I want to know what they were mad about. Is it the fact that she was a married lady? I don't. Or, and, and now no. there's two like purpley colors. I don't know. I just. I'm, I'm so. I have so <sighs> many questions. Yep. Yeah, none yep, of that's... which I can answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've I've never like actually the rest of this game. Hey. I've never gotten to use the flames on the side of my face line as accurately as right now. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right. I am sorry about that, Kyle. I genuinely am. Anthony, it oh, is your fine. turn. I'll well, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> I might not. <laughs> okay. You don't know what kind of people they have at the UN. I might go up in their estimation. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. I rolled a two. Okay. This is coming from the Trivial Pursuit. 20th anniversary. Once again. Sorry, Anthony. You just keep getting the same ones. At least I know uh, now that SS stands for, oh gosh, is it stage and screen or sound and screen? I've forgotten already. <laughs> I think it was sound. Sound and screen. (laughs) Yes, sound and screen. All right. What TV network asked viewers the burning question, quote, who would be the most likely to cheat at cards, Bill Clinton or Al Gore? We are looking for a TV network. Why do you keep getting the (laughs) U.S. TV network questions? 
because he got the London question wrong. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> this, is, this is karma Burn. for not getting Mary Quant. Um, if I'd thought about it for more than 10 seconds, I should have said Mary Quant. I, I'm kicking myself over that one. Uh, I have no idea, so I'm just going to say Fox News. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good job. That was a good guess, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, very solid, very solid. So you get to roll again. All right. I rolled a five. All right. This Oh, it's coming from the Trivial Pursuit Decades 2010 to 2020 edition. I'm very excited to get these cards because it's my first time using them. Category five is called Break the Internet. So that's exciting. Okay. What is the name of the super intelligent AI villain of the Portal video game series? Oh, that is GLaDOS. We get the the video game question for the literal writer of video games. So finally, <laughs> the cards are coming your way, Anthony. Who who was recently on a call with the guy who wrote Portal? <laughs> <laughs> nice glenning. Just nice. I'll just drop that name there. Wow. Uh, yes. Yeah, so this is uh, like some of the newer cards. The Decades Edition gives a little extra information on the back sometimes. And this says, GLaDOS, well, it's genetic life form and disk operating system if you want to get technical. So, right. Uh, also, extra thumbs up for this edition because you flip the cards, uh, you know, top to bottom. The, the right as is around. right and proper. Excellent. I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen, for buying me this edition. The future's in good hands. Yeah. You get to roll again, Anthony. <laughs> All right. I rolled a three. Okay. This is coming from the Genus 2 edition. Again, only sold in Canada. Category three is history. What allied country boasted the world's third largest navy at the end of World War II? Here's Third the World largest War II questions. Yep. At the end of World War II. Um, mm-hmm. Allied country. Boasted the world's third largest navy. I love it's third largest at the end of World War II. I mean, that really could be any of them. Like, the UK lost a lot of its navy, so it could be Great Britain. Uh, but it could equally be the U.S. because the U.S. Is, as a naval power didn't really emerge until after World War Two. Then there's France, which obviously was an empire uh, up until, you know, not long before that. So, oh, man, I'm going to say Great Britain. Nope. Stephen, go on. Anthony, you small minded person. Just <laughs> ignoring the second largest country on Earth two members of which are on this podcast. It's Canada, Anthony. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't think Canada even had a navy. I didn't know either. <laughs> oh, it hurts even more. Uh, yep. Yeah, it was Canada. And guess what? For no, that's change, a lie. I, I'm not I sorry. I did contemplate Canada, but honestly, I thought that Canada would have been like, you know, a sort of fourth or fifth position. I'm, I'm quite impressed that it was third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, Wait, it was the only sold in Canada Anthony. edition. Keep digging, Anthony. We bought a three oceans. Way to go, Canada. <laughs> we bought a three oceans, Anthony. That's true. We do oh, order Canada three getting second place, or no, in this case, third place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay, it is your turn to roll. I rolled a three. All right, this is coming from the 1960s edition. And the 1960s edition, category three is headlines. What products ads warned Americans about the, quote, heartbreak of psoriasis? <laughs> what product ads warned Americans about the heartbreak of psoriasis? <sighs> I will tell you, we bought this edition specifically for my dad because he really loved Trivial Pursuit and he was very good at all the 60s questions. So that's the why I heart- have this. 
The heartbreak of psoriasis. Uh-huh. We're looking for a product. <laughs> what? Uh, let's go with, I'm, 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 I keep getting cirrhosis and psoriasis mixed up. No, don't do that. Don't treat cirrhosis with a psoriasis uh, product. Yeah. Um, oh, it's, um, I'm guessing it's a skin thing, skin creamy thing. Um, uh, uh, uh Jergens. <laughs> nope, that's not it. It's something I've never heard of. It's called Tegrins. Oh yeah, Jergens' oh, cousin Tegrin. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. yep. I guarantee you that if Elvis Presley had lived to old age, that he would probably have had needed money and sold Heartbreak Hotel to probably an ad for that. I bet you're right. And he would have appeared as a 75 year old man applying skin cream oh, to his no. elbows. Oh, well, thanks. Thanks for that lovely mental I, picture. I mean, Steven. given some of the problems he had, he probably did have both cirrhosis and psoriasis. <laughs> so. Yeah. And have you ever had the heartbreak of cirrhosis of the face and psoriasis of the liver? It's terrible. <laughs> that would be heartbreaking. It would be. I'm out of the. I'm on the end of Lonely Street. Heartbreak for sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kathy. That brings us to you. You get to roll. I rolled a five. All right. This is coming from the Walt Disney Family Edition Grown Ups box. Sorry, not the kids box. And I will remind everybody that just because it's the Walt Disney Family Edition, it doesn't mean all the questions are about Disney. Uh, It's just an edition that had one box for kids, one box for grownups, and everybody could play together. And my family did. Boy, oh boy, did we. Category, you said you rolled a five. So, Kathy, welcome to the world of science. Which dance burns the most calories? The mambo, rumba, or samba? At least you get a uh, dance question. I know. Wow. If only the fact that it's ballroom. I am going to say this. What was the second one? The Roomba? Uh, Mambo, Roomba, Samba. Yeah, Roomba. I'm afraid that's not it. It's the Mambo. Oh. L- hey, Lubega told you, you burn five calories when you Mambo. <laughs> It's actually the Lombada, but Disney wouldn't allow to uh, put it <laughs> That's on. forbidden. It's <laughs> verboten. Definitely not Roomba. Roomba is when you do nothing and it, it cleans your house for you. <laughs> yes. Hey. Uh, shocking score change there. Anthony has a minus three after his uh, disparity with <laughs> Canada. Um, <laughs> Weird. He actually has seven, one behind the leader, uh, eight, which is Kyle. Uh, Jay has four and Kathy has two as we now enter the last regular round Mm. of this edition of Random Pursuit. All right. Kyle, start us off by rolling your D6. All right. My... I have gotten a five. All right. It's coming for... Four. It's coming from Trivial Pursuit Genus 4. Category 5 is Sports and Leisure. How many seasons saw Hank Aaron blast 50 or more homers? Oh, gosh. Um... And I will say that my father has played on the same baseball field as Hank Aaron in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Can not at the I same call time. him on the phone? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not giving you his number. How many uh, seasons saw Hank Aaron blast 50 or more homers? I'm going to say uh, four. That is not correct. Steven guessed the right answer. Steven? None. <laughs> what an awful question. 
Hank oh, Aaron. I like that's that. terrible. Oh, wow. Hank Aaron did uh, at the end of his uh, career lead uh, at the most career home runs though. That's what okay. he did until uh, a very steroid-induced uh, <laughs> Barry Bonds broke his record several years later. But yeah, not not a fan of that question. I'm I'm sorry, Kyle. That that sucks. It's okay. I should have known. The Genus Editions love doing that the trick question thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. All right, Anthony, it is your turn. Would that guy still have been alive when that when this game came out? Like, way to make him. Oh yeah, feel absolutely. Bad. Hank Aaron only died last yep. year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my wow. goodness. Yep. So mean. Yeah. Oh hey Hank, you're you're in a uh, trivial pursuit. <laughs> yeah, you're in trivial pursuit. Oh, maybe oh, uh, no, forget yeah, it. Mind. <laughs> yeah, forget I said anything. I rolled a two. All right, this is coming from oh, where uh, trivial pursuit genus four again. So be ready for a terrible trick question in the category of arts and entertainment. Whose bill from the happy hour bar arrived at the WJM TV newsroom on the fifteenth of the month? Whose bill from the happy hour bar arrived at the WJM TV newsroom on the 15th of the month? Wow. Wow. Arts I mean, almost, almost none of the words in that question mean anything to me whatsoever. <laughs> the, the one thing I know is that W means it's east of the Mississippi. I mean, that's basically, <laughs> wow. Uh, Walter Cronkite. Uh, nope. It was Lou Grant, a fictional... <laughs> Oh. oh my okay. gosh! I have no idea. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Well, this last round so far not not strong. Um, but maybe that'll change. Jay, go ahead and roll a die. I mean, I doubt it, but uh, let's. Uh, I rolled a five. All right. This is coming from Trivial Pursuit Genus Five. So, Category Five: Sports and Leisure. Mm. What What member of the Chicago Bulls dynasty was reared in Hamburg, Arkansas? Uh, Scotty Pippen. It was Scotty Pippen. You get to roll again. Nice. So rare that a sports question gets answered right on this show. <laughs> I love it. Another five. Oh, that means you get to choose the edition your question comes from. Uh, you know, I'm going to go with the Junior Fourth Edition. That's still like Trivial Pursuit Junior, but it is. It's four kids. Okay. Yeah. 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 Let's let's go with that one. All right. Let me pull out one of those. All right. The junior edition are these bright orange cards. They're very cute, uh, but they're written um, portrait style instead of landscape. In comic sans. Very weird. Oh, thank God, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Windings. Uh, <laughs> category five in the junior edition is nature. And it's pink for some reason. I don't understand this. But anyway, what type of animals begin life with gills, but later grow lungs? Um, I, I'm just trying to figure out like how, how specific, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot kids. of answers. What, what type uh, of animals? Amphibians. Correct. To you. Okay. Roll again. Nice. Yep. You hit it perfectly. And a two. All right. This is coming from the 1980s edition. Category two is entertainment. What was the biggest selling single from Graceland. And Graceland is in italics. Oh, man. What was the biggest selling single from Graceland? And this is from the 1980s. Graceland, I mean, isn't that where Elvis lives? Um, uh, I'm guessing this was an Elvis Greatest Hits collection. 
And I'm gonna go hound dog. You ain't I, nothing but a hound dog? I'm afraid no. your hound dog was barking up the wrong tree. Uh, <laughs> sorry. It's you can call me Al. Yes. While, while Graceland is, in fact, where Elvis lived, uh, it was it was Paul Simon. And as Anthony said, you can call me Al. Was the, I'm uh, from Tennessee. We only recognize one Graceland. It's fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, ghost point for Anthony. the one with Chase in the video. <laughs> Oh God, that's right. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, Why there. would you remind me of that? Yeah. <laughs> just, I just, I've <laughs> it's never a good liked video. It. Uh, but it is a very good video. You're right. It's entertaining. Uh, Kathy, that brings us to you. However, unless you have an eight-sided die, it's oh man, I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah, do you, you don't have an eight-sided die, right? I mean, I do, but it's more fun to have you roll. Uh, okay. Well, I rolled a six. This is coming from Check's music trivia. And the sixth question on the card here, who wrote the song America? There's only one. There's only one song ever called that. So wow. you better get it right. The song. Uh, you better get the right one. America. Um, oh. Uh, red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> Dany America, yeah. I I, I, you know song. what, Kathy? Because because Czech's trivia and specifically Czech's music trivia is so hard, I'm going to give you the year of of the song. Um, normally, I wouldn't do this because it's technically listed in the answer for some reason, but it's from 1832. If that gives you any help. Oh my gosh! And now I can't remember the name of the dude. That it's three word, th- like three names. And all I can think of is Francis Ford Coppola, which is not even remotely. <laughs> Wasn't he in the Red Hot Chili Peppers? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, I, I cannot. I, I'm gonna like bang my head on my desk, but I won't. But mm-hmm. go, yeah. I, I have no idea. I feel like you were on the right. You were on the wrong track with one of the right names. Uh, it's actually Dr. Samuel Francis Smith. And I think you were going for Francis Scott Key, yes. who wrote the uh, the national anthem. But yeah, it was, yeah, it was that's, yeah, Dr. Samuel Francis Smith. Interesting that Francis is such a popular uh, composer name in those days, I guess. Right. Like I was I got. OK, can I get a third of a point because I got <laughs> one of the names <laughs> correct? Stephen, are we going to go into thirds of points? Uh, in uh, precedence, uh, I think there was a, for- a past episode where Kathy, for some reason, got a quarter of a. That's point. That's right. You were here for that, Stephen. I think that was in Annette. Uh, yeah, I think the key is I wasn't here for that. So no, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. You know, so, I gotta try. So that guy wrote America, and then interesting fact: America went on to write uh, a horse with no name. So, <laughs> that's true. That's true. And that horse's name was Francis Ford. Francis. <laughs> but no, no it had no name. no name. Oh, that's the whole point of the song. <laughs> no, that horse went on to write a song wow, called <laughs> Doctor Francis. Right. Blah 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 blah. I've already put the card down. I don't need to remember this. <laughs> it's over <laughs> no, now. Um, just like this round is over. Uh, and at the end of, as I mentioned, the last regular round, as we approach the infinity round, uh, Kyle leads with eight, Anthony with seven, Jay with a six, and Kathy having a gosh darn good time with two. <laughs> yeah. All right. The final round, again, a little bit different. There's no question limit. You can keep answering questions over and over again. Uh, we are starting with the player with the highest score. We're going to set the goal. Um, and that also happens to be the person who is at the top of the list anyway. So Kyle, you get to start us off again. 
All right. I'm rolling. One. All right. This is coming from the Walt Disney Family Edition Kids Box. Oh, hey. So, yeah. Kyle, welcome to the world of places. That's just the world. But anyway. uh, Sure. What South American country ranks in the world's top 10 in both area and population? And I will say this game came out in 1986, just in case that makes a difference. Um, I'm going to say Brazil. You are going to be right. You get to roll again. All right. Rolling again. Four. All right. This is coming from the Trivial Pursuit 20th Anniversary Edition, in which category four is... You think I'd remember where these all are, but I never do. Okay, category four. <laughs> The written word. Anthony, will you please say the written word for me? <laughs> the written word. Thank you. <laughs> That's my favorite. All right. So your question is, what Italian region did Francis Mays find Sonny and Bella in best-selling memoirs? What Italian region did Francis Mays find Sonny and Bella? Bella is in italics, I think, just because it's a foreign word. Um in best-selling memoirs. Um, uh, uh, Tuscany. It is Tuscany. Name an Italian region. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Under the Tuscan sun. <laughs> yeah, it's right there in the name of that other book. <laughs> you get to roll again. Uh, rolling again. Four again. Oh, you get to choose the edition your question comes from. Okay, let's see. Look at this giant list of editions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to do uh, Doctor Who Trivial Pursuit from 2013, please. All right. Let me spin through here. Be sure. Be very sure. <laughs> let's see. Oh, that's the 2018 Doctor Who. Here's the 2018. You can do that one since you've got it already. I don't care. No, no, no. I found, I found it. It's the, okay. the 2013 edition. Is, uh, it's right here. And that was a four. It was a four, yeah. So the category is, this card has the editions written on the card. Category four, years and dates. What, oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Have fun. What year did the real Titanic make her maiden voyage? Because that's oh, totally Doctor Who related. Well... I mean, it was probably you know, mentioned. It is mentioned in at least three episodes. Is it really? Okay. Who. Well, then, there you go. Have fun. What year well, no did one, the real Titanic? And yes, I will voyage? mention which stories those are at the end of this question. Unless Kyle does it first. Unless Kyle does it but first. But not in editing, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you're going to do that to me again. <laughs> well, for some context, I know that in 1814 we took a little trip along with Colonel Jackson down the mighty Mississippi, but that has nothing to do with the Titanic. Um, <laughs> But I do know that the Titanic set sail in 1912, I want to say. It did, indeed. Yeah, what, what mm-hmm. year did it sink, though? <laughs> interesting, <laughs> interesting you point that out. It's still afloat. <laughs> Nothing ever happened to it. <laughs> I thought it went fine for a few years, and then it yeah, sank. Yeah, it's oh, parked oh. at the harbor. Oh, weird. All right, so somebody tell me what stories it's mentioned in. In at least three. Well, obviously, uh, Voyage to the Damned. Uh-huh. Uh, also, it's mentioned in the, it's on the newspaper that Barusa is reading while he's lounging in the, uh, near the Victorian <gasps> spa in the Invasion of Time. Oh, and wow, also, right. the fourth doctor mentions it in Robot. Okay, one could argue that that second example that you gave, it was not mentioned because mm-hmm. no one discussed it. It was True. seen. And then because it was the doctor comes in and Barusa looks at the newspaper and goes, and the doctor says, I had nothing to do with that, I promise you. So at least it okay. is referred to, I guess. But still, 
If not mentioned. <laughs> oh, Kathy, you're not ingratiating yourself with the scorekeeper. I'm just saying. Listen, it, at this point, it does not matter. <laughs> uh oh. He just moved the cursor to your line on the spreadsheet. Oh, I am worried. <laughs> but it shouldn't go to your line on the spreadsheet because it's Kyle's turn to roll again. All right, rolling again. I got a four yet again. Do you want oh. me to roll again? Or I don't know if my app no, is broken. No. That means that means you get to choose the edition and the category. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Um I closed the thing of editions. How dare I? Yeah. <laughs> you thought you'd never roll another. I was set like, of I'll never need again. this again. <laughs> <laughs> Open it up again. Uh let me look through some random ones. I will do 20th anniversary edition, uh, and I will do whatever arts and entertainment the uh, sound and screen, yes. So, that that's one. right, SS. Good old, good old SS. Sound and screen. All right. 20th anniversary edition. Who played Forrest's mother, Mrs. Gump? Uh, uh, Sally Field. It was <sighs> Sally Field. Wow. Wow. <laughs> also the name of a ballpark in uh, somewhere in Indiana. You are making that up. Yes, I am. Yes, you are. You get to just keep rolling, Kyle. All right, I'll keep rolling. Uh, one. All right. Well, this one is also coming from the 20th anniversary edition because that's what was what was next. Uh, the category, though, is global view. It's my favorite Weird. view. <laughs> what nation became the largest in area with no ocean borders after the USSR folded its tent? What a weird way to say that. What nation became the largest oh. in area with no ocean borders after the USSR? USSR folded its tent? Steven's dancing because he thinks he knows the answer, but let's see if you do. I know this. Yeah, the largest in area with no. Say it again. You <laughs> no got ocean it. tent. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> what nation became the largest in area with no ocean borders after the USSR folded its tent? Uh gosh. They could have just said after the end of the USSR. You gotta be creative. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I'm trying to like. Look at look at my globe, which I don't have in front of me. Um, it is Kazakhstan. It is. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Very impressed. Good job, mental globe. Uh, <laughs> that means you get to roll again. All right, rolling again. Five. All right. This is coming from the Doctor Who 2013 edition, in which category five is green, which of course is the color of monsters. So, <laughs> sure. Yep. What was the name of the primitive ape creatures that the Daleks of the 22nd century used to control the human population? Primitive ape ape creatures, huh? Um primitive ape creatures. Uh, are they the Ogrons? They are the Ogrons. You get to keep rolling. One again. All right. That's let's see. Um this is coming from the family edition. This is a yellow card, so that means oh, questions for children. Great. Yeah. Oh, fun. Uh, the category is people and places, I believe. Just double checking that. Yep. People and places. What's the national anthem of Canada? <laughs> and if you get this wrong, you lose. No, I'm just kidding. Well, on. <laughs> Unless it has some very strange name. I believe it's O Canada. It is indeed. You may roll again. Wow. This is unprecedented. Uh, I got a one again. That means you get to choose your edition. All right. Let's see. This has become the Kyle show, and I'm actually here for it. 
No offense to anybody else, yeah, but yeah. this is this is well wind up being the highest the highest scoring win in Random Pursuit, I think. It might. Um, let's do uh, Doctor Who again, 2018 uh, Blue, which is Time Lords. I just looked at the list. <laughs> it is. Yep. That is the first one. Let's see. In how many incarnations has the Doctor met the giant crab-like Macra? I'm assuming this is on screen. Uh, I, I think I think so. Yes. I don't think there are any non "Quote unquote canonical." Uh, <laughs> I believe that's just wow. just the two. I think it's the second Doctor and the tenth Doctor. You are correct, and it even tells it's the tenth and the second. Those were not required, but you got them right, so you get to wow. roll again. The, the dripping contempt in Erica's voice there. <laughs> right. <laughs> are you mad at the macro? You don't like the macro? There is no macro. The macro does not exist. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, mad at the the canonical argument. Yes, that. Oh, that thing, yeah. Yeah, we all are. Uh, uh, four is what I got. All right, well, this is coming from the Family Edition Questions for Children box. Once again, Great. category four is science and nature. What is the ingredient found in coffee and tea that makes people feel more alert? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it's only most of our blood at this point. Uh, caffeine. <laughs> Up, you get to roll again. This is so fun, Stephen. Oh can gosh. you look up, please? What is the highest scoring win? Yeah. Oh, I've, I've looked it up. I am scorekeeper, Antonia. <laughs> He's on it. This is what I do, and I've still uh, not forgotten your comments about Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just wow. wondering how close Kyle is now. <laughs> All right. Or if he's already exceeded. Mm. I, well, someone might beat five. him. Someone might beat him, so you That's never know. True. All right. Roll the five. Okay, so this is coming from the Walt Disney Family Edition Kids Box. Come on. <laughs> so, Kyle, <laughs> welcome to the world of fantasy. It's my favorite one. Uh, who, who did Rock Cop Sting play in The Bride? What a weird question. Okay. What? Let me say that again. Okay. Sting, who, I get it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Who did Rock Cop Sting? Har, har, har. Uh, who did he play in The Bride? And The Bride is italicized. Yes. That is a 1980-something or other movie. Uh, it is. Uh, he plays Dr. Victor Frankenstein. He does. I mean, it just says Frankenstein. So, I mean, I wouldn't have known whether this silly card meant the monster or the person. <laughs> But, but clearly well, no, you it's did. the bride. So uh, Jennifer Beals plays the monster in it. Oh, well, she, oh. No, she plays the bride, the titular bride. Gotcha. Okay. And All right, actually, well, uh, Frankenstein is the bassist. Mm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and he was busy walking on the moon at the time. So <laughs> you get to roll again. All right, rolling again. One again. All right. Uh, we are. <laughs> You have quite the run of cards here. This is Junior Trivia 1. So, uh, please tell me, which Sesame Street character is patterned after Sherlock Holmes? Uh, Sherlock Hemlock. <laughs> it is. Roll again. I, don't, I think they stopped using him a long time ago, actually. Well, in 1984, that was still totally yeah. hip. All right, four again. Okay, this is coming from the Star Trek 50 anniversary edition uh, this particular card is from star trek deep space nine and category four is aliens who became the klingon chancellor during the dominion war uh is it gowron i'm afraid it is not your oh. run comes to an end oh uh, it's wharf isn't it no it's not okay. then i don't uh, know I'm anybody want a ghost know. point for that i i certainly wouldn't know 
Even St- if Stephen doesn't, no, I forgot. Yeah, yeah it's uh, somebody named Martok. There we go. Sure. Oh yeah, of course. Man, no, I, you, I you gave that too quickly, Erica. I was totally <laughs> going to know that answer. <laughs> it's a very good story. By the way, that that uh, that concludes Kyle's record run mm-hmm. of eleven straight questions, and he is now set an in-game high, beating your score, Erica, Mine? of seventeen. Wow. Uh, Kyle now has nineteen. That's the, the score castle. to beat. That is the score to wow. beat for Man, the rest of the contestants. Kyle should beat me. <laughs> Dang. I thought I'd never... You were so happy for uh, him uh, two or three questions I ago. Was, I know, well, not anymore. <laughs> in fairness, about half of those were for children. <laughs> so, that is true. Like, I, I don't feel amazing about it. To, to also be fair, I did not know half of those questions for children. <laughs> yep. so. Yeah, there was the Lazy Doctor Who members special uh, where Erica got uh, eight questions in a row in the final round and finished with a score of 17. That was just Doctor Who trivia, though. Just talk to your trivia, yeah, but so. still an official representation. Yeah, it's on the spreadsheet, so it yeah. counts. Therefore, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, now we are going to zip down to Kathy and uh, and see if you can get uh, however many questions. Eighteen questions yep. correct in a row. Can you? Listen, this, Kathy, let's go. Woo! All of the cards are Harry Potter. I could do it, but they're not. No. So. <laughs> I rolled a two. Okay, this is coming from the Trivial Pursuit 20th Anniversary Edition. Category two, as we know, is sound and screen. Who logged the most hours on TV talking about Cody and Cassidy? (laughs) Who logged the most hours on TV talking about Cody and Cassidy? Oh, no, I I understood the words that you said. (laughs) You're one up on me. And the order of them... Uh, I, I don't like, I don't even know (laughs) the air. Like, is this, are we going like Walter Cronkite? All I can tell you it was uh, during or before 2002, sometime before that. Oh my, but I don't, uh, okay, Walter Cronkite. Uh, Kathy Lee Gifford. It was Kathy Lee Gifford. I I didn't understand the question at all until I I turned it over and saw the card. Those were her kids, right? Yeah. She would not shut up. Oh. What the? That is the. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry that you had to go out on such an annoying question. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what? It's all good. I am on the board and I'm very happy with my two points. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. And it is always a delight to have you here. So really, I am the winner in this game because (laughs) I got to talk to you. Yay. Mm -hmm. Well, good. You know, this is great because uh, I have a space open for a podcast host co-host um, <laughs> so i am very excited <laughs> sounds great uh well jay sounds like you've got some extra free time on your hand let's use uh let's use some of that to answer some questions you get to roll oh boy uh i rolled a five all right this is coming from the trivial pursuit classic edition in okay. which category five is science and nature I'm gone. (laughs) But this is, I will say, this is the 2016 edition that's just sort of like the original Genus edition. So, Mm. which American chemical company has supported U.S. war efforts abroad by making mustard gas, napalm, and Agent Orange? What a lovely question. Mm. Um. So we're looking for an American chemical company. 
I mean, I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it past Pfizer, but. Um, hmm. Okay. See, this is the problem. Twenty twenty and beyond has messed up my mind in terms of uh, fair. chemical company, like all all chemical medicinal companies. Um, can you uh, can you repeat the question yes. one more time? Yep, yep. And again, this was, came out in twenty sixteen. And the question is: Which American chemical company has support, supported U.S. war efforts abroad by making mustard gas, napalm, and Agent Orange? Chemical company i feel like it's not a medicine then um although they do a lot of chemistry (sighs) i'm gonna go with johnson and johnson because they had to be mad lads they had to be i am afraid it is not johnson and johnson uh anybody else want to make a guess on this is it 3m nope Procter and Gamble? I, I am actually happy to say, not happy to say. I am chagrined to say that I knew this answer, but I will tell you why I knew this answer. Uh, so there's a movie called One Crazy Summer starring... Uh, uh, um, John Cusack. John Cusack. Thank you. I couldn't think of his name. Uh, and and there's one moment in the movie where the female lead is about to like, she's being attacked or something. And they're, uh, they say something like, what, do you know karate? And she says, no. I know Dow and maces him in the face with something from the Dow Chemical Company. Uh, And that is the answer. Thank you, ridiculous 1980s movie. Uh, This card tells us Dow also gave us Ziploc bags, saran wrap, and Teflon. So, yeah. Well, as they say, when you finish third place, what are you going to do now? Um, Absolutely not go to Disneyland. Mm. Maybe I'll go to Universal (laughs) instead. That's all right. You're in the same spot as Canada's Navy after. (laughs) Just saying. We helped liberate the Netherlands, okay? (laughs) I I am well aware. Believe me. All right. That brings us to Antony. You are really the the uh, last best hope for defeating Kyle. Um, not sure how big that hope is. No offense. But it would be amazing if you did it. I would I would be just gobsmacked and very, very happy for you. I am the last hope. Uh, not best. <laughs> no, fair. fair. I've watched too many <laughs> episodes of Babylon 5. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I rolled a three. Three. All right. This is coming from the Walt Disney Family Edition Kids Box. All right. So, Anthony, welcome to the world of people. Which has had the most kings named Henry? England, France, or Germany? This is a kid's question, apparently. I'm going to say England just because I know we've had at least eight. You are correct. I feel like that was a safe guess for the kids box, too. Like, would they put yeah. that in if, yeah. it was, if it was Germany or something? Anyway, you get to roll right. again. Yay. Rolled two. All right. This is coming from the 1980s edition, the, the less fun one. And the category is entertainment. What strangely titled 1988 comedy film was made by the British director of the 1950 classic, The Lavender Hill Mob? What a roundabout question. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Can I will read it again. Okay. <laughs> Please do. Please do. What strangely titled 1988 comedy film, so that's what we're looking for, uh, was made by the British director of the 1950 classic, The Lavender Hill Mob. And what edition is this from? This Does is from make... the 1980s edition. So yeah, the, so in the movie, the strangely help, yeah. titled comedy film came out in 1988. Wow. 
1988 comedies with a strange title. I mean, <laughs> but from somebody who directed a film in the 50s? Yeah. Wow. 1950. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I feel like saying strangely titled is is judgy, but that's Trivial Pursuit for you. (laughs) Well, I'm trying to think if there was something, if there was a comedy film with the word strange in the title somewhere, you know, if that's some kind of bizarre clue, but it probably isn't. Um, But also 88, that's... Mm -hmm. (sighs) Nuns on the Run? (laughs) I like that guess, but I'm afraid it is incorrect. Stephen? The director is Charles Crichton. The film is A Fish Called Wanda. Correct, Stephen. Uh, Good work. Yeah. I was wow. so hoping this was going to be when we all learned that Stranger Things was a reboot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, funnily enough, the other one I was thinking of was Clockwise, uh, which was around that time. 1989, although, uh, starring John Cleese. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, mm-hmm. right. And also starred John Cleese, right. Yeah. Wow. But I didn't think that was strange enough. <laughs> Well, that's right, Antini. I mean, if, you, if you're not going to get the next uh, 11 questions right, there's no point in getting the first one. So, uh, <laughs> Fair. May as well just quit now. That's just yeah. efficiency. Uh, the score is at the end of this game of Random Pursuit. Kathy Campbell had a grand old time. I hope you did anyway, Kathy, because you got two points for it. Um, Jay, with his uh, debut on Random Pursuit, has a pretty respectable six in all yeah, things considered. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, Antony with eight. And uh, for Kyle Anderson, the memory did not cheat, uh, wound up with a record score of 19. Congratulations, oh, Kyle, on your wow. debut performance in Rite of Pursuit. Man. Thank you very much. It was it was a joy um, to know that I remembered all those things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, that, this has been a delight. I want to thank all of our players. Thank you, Kyle, Anthony, Jay, and Kathy. And special thanks to my scorekeeper and my co-host on the Lazy Doctor Who podcast, also on the Incomparable Network, Stephen Shapansky. And thank you, as always, to our listeners. Please join us again on the next Incomparable Game Show. Live long and prosper. Mm-hmm.